0: Backstage passes and zero to 60 in a super stretch limo? Yeah, that's just how we roll. You're listening to the mascapades Radio Network. listeners this is Vicki and I'm here with Stephanie Miranda and Brandy we hope that you're all staying safe happy and healthy this is episode 734 and you're listening to the number one podcast that entertains that space between your ears the Mousecapades podcast today we'll be bringing you
1: all the latest Disney rumors and news to help your week be a bit more magical the Mousecapades podcast is a part of the your story travel company if you're looking to book a trip we'd be glad to help just text us, we have Brandy, Miranda, Vicki, or myself, Stephanie, at 636-373-4497, or email us at yourstorytravel.com, and we'll be happy to get with you to design a magical vacation. A small refundable deposit of $200 will hold your resort and ticket
0: package, so contact one of us today. I'm assuming you guys all heard about the newest adventures by Disney. So last week, they announced this big trip that you could take. It's a dream vacation that spans 24 days, covers six countries, that includes all 12 uniquely magical Disney theme parks worldwide, as well as three iconic landmarks, the Taj Mahal, Pyramids of Giza and the Eiffel Tower. Then throughout the trip, you're gonna be staying in world-class accommodations, including the rare opportunity to be a guest at Summit Skywalker Ranch, which I'm sure Miranda would love to do, maybe even Brandy. Plus, you'll travel in luxury via a VIP configured Boeing 747, which means you will not have any of the flight problems that everybody else is having. because <laughs> wouldn't they that be have, nice? Yeah, this is designated specifically. It's operated by Iceland Air. It has long-range capabilities that allows for direct flights to maximize your time in each destination. They'll have personal access to experts and staff who provide fun and fact-filled stories enabling you to be immersed in every location that you visit. The trips begin in Anaheim, California Disneyland Resort and they end at Disney World in Orlando, Florida, visiting all the Disney parks in between. The trip costs $110,000 it's recommended for people ages 14 and over is that per person yes when you break it down though, brandy (laughs) if you took each one of those people could see my face right now (laughs) right no no that was me initially but then i started breaking it down to all the things that they're going to get to do and see and on a private jet really if i had that much money it wouldn't be so bad but yeah that's a joke because it's like two and a half years of teaching um on a good year <laughs> now for did summer camp that would be great because their pay is much better um but anyway so on June the 20th so it's only not been it was just last week they started pre-sale for people that had previously gone on an adventures by Disney trip three or more If they'd gone on three or more trips it was offered to them first
1: oh and that's a I mean those trips are kind of pricey too they're so to very go
0: on price. three yes you got you got baller money so then on June 22nd, they opened it up to people that had been on any Adventures by Disney trip at that point. And then on June 24th, they opened it to the Golden Oaks residents. You know, the ones that have the buses that come to their lovely residence in Florida and pick them up and take them to the parks if they don't wanna drive. And then on June 28th, they were supposed to open it up to the public. However, because it's only open to 75 people, it's sold out in pre-sale. Um, This trip is scheduled for July the 8th, 2023 through August 1st, 2023. Um, At this time, it's the only trip that they're scheduling. But since it sold out so fast, what do you guys think? Don't you think they're going to try to do some more trips? Oh, yeah.
1: So what I thought you were talking about, is this the same thing as the one that goes to all of the Disney parks? Yes,
0: this is.
2: But apparently it includes international destinations as well. Correct.
0: so it's because not you're gonna just be in, about Disney parks no because you're gonna be in Paris but they thought they'd go ahead and throw in some of the big ones Taj Mahal Pyramids of Giza, Eiffel Tower
1: it's only 75 guests that can go
2: at a time anybody just do the math on how much money that is
0: <laughs>
2: did you It's eight million two hundred fifty thousand dollars oh my gosh if every if seventy five times one ten I just don't know how you um
1: enjoy that kind of trip like how do you take a breath and be like i just saw pyramids of giza i just saw disneyland in paris at what point are you able to like breathe and realize what you've done like it would just be a whirlwind for me yeah, I would
2: totally enjoy it, even, <laughs> world win and all, I just... <laughs> well, you've got all those special concierge cast members that are like making you remember to breathe and reminding you of all the things while you're there and like talking to you about it and telling you all the facts. You didn't have to, I bet you don't have to research anything or learn anything, you just have to pay <laughs> <True>. the money. <laughs> People get you on the plane at the right
0: time and everything, I'm sure but would you be able to enjoy each thing to the abundance that you'd want to? Well, what I would like to
2: think is that if you've got that kind of money and it, this, was, this would be like sampling all those destinations. <laughs> and then after you sample all these destinations, you think, well, the next time I go on a, a multi, multi-thousand multi dollar holiday, I'm going <laughs> to go back to the Eiffel Tower. I'm going to enjoy that city for a whole week because that was my favorite one. So Keith and I did a trip a trip that we did six countries in, um,
1: and
0: Stephanie planned it.
1: I, I planned it all myself. And that was, I do agree. Like it was hard to catch your breath because we were like the most that we were ever in a city. It was like two nights and we would just bounce the whole time. Um, and, but I think it, it the stressful part was just I was the one trying to make sure we get on the bus and the train and the plane. And so that part was kind of stressful, but it was still extremely enjoyable. I will tell you by the last city, I was so tired though. Like when we went to Zurich, I'm like, "Uh, (laughs) let's stay in. I don't even want to see anything. I (laughs) I am just ready to just... Stay in this hotel and not get out anymore. I don't wanna do anything else. So maybe by the end you're exhausted, but I don't know. I had gusto up until that last day.
2: Well that's why it ends in Disney World, because if you got that kind of money, you probably already been there. Um, <laughs> right. So you know, you're just like, you know what? Well just you know, we're probably they're probably staying at the beach club or the Polynesian or, you know, in a villa somewhere so there's be like whatever we'll just lay here by the pool it'll be fine we'll just go find a d- somewhere we're
1: going to go into magic kingdom get a dull whip and be done right call <laughs> it <a day. laughs>
0: i don't know it'll be definitely interesting to see the coverage of this and i'm wondering i know they're taking 75 people but i wonder if they're taking some kind of media person you almost think they'd have to
2: Mm. Oh, I'm sure. And and you know what? If anybody's listening who is going on this trip and would like to talk to us,
0: yes, please,
2: <laughs> please talk to us. And and if you if you need any help planning your future trips and you're looking for a new travel
0: agency,
2: to <laughs> <laughs> you know, assist you. In all seriousness, for sure, we'll plan wherever, wherever you want to go. We'll we'll help you out.
0: I'm not sure that we can hook up a private jet for you, but we could try. <laughs> we'll have to tell Nick to get on that. We need to add that to our yeah. Suppliers list, yes. Uh, well, I'll talk to Iceland Air. Is that what it was? Yes, (laughs) we have a personal connection with them, I'm sure. (laughs) Oh, okay. So let's go from one crazy to another.
1: Yeah, here's another crazy story out of Disney. Apparently, on June 5th at about 5 p.m., a couple got into a fight in the parking lot of Animal Kingdom in front of get this. An orange county sheriff. Were you not like watching to see who was around <laughs> when this happened? Like, come on, people. I know I don't know about you, but anytime there's a cop around, I'm like, I see them. Yes. <laughs> you should have seen them. So this family had spent the day in the park, and the husband told the sheriff that they were fighting over marital issues due to the stress of the Disney trip. <laughs> Apparently, they did not book with the Disney travel agents. Agent. No. Well, right.
2: Not yes. At all
1: they were stressed and they didn't know what was going on on their trip and they this is what happened <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> asia curry 31 put her kids in the car and began arguing with her husband she was cursing and screaming at him the husband tried to walk away to end the argument towards a patrol car that he had spotted well asia followed him and spit on him in front yeah. of the sheriff She then slapped her husband with an open hand right in front of the sheriff. At this point, the authorities got involved. The two were separated and talked to by Orange County deputies. The husband said he wasn't injured. He didn't want to press charges. But because it was on Disney property, they did press charges. Asia was arrested, taken to jail, and banned from all Walt Disney World property. Asia didn't respond to tell her side of the story, and she doesn't have a lawyer. Her arraignment is set for August 17th. The authorities felt like this was a uh, partner violence case, and they want everyone to know that it is not okay for anyone to be treated wrongly. They want people
0: to reach out to authorities if they feel like they are in trouble. It's sad that, that I felt like that was necessary to put because that was in two different articles that that's what the sheriffs were most concerned about was how the wife was tre- treating the husband. And I mean, it, we know it can be in a reverse situation, but I think that this kind of thing happens more than we realize. We just don't hear about the husband being abused as much as we hear about the wife.
1: Well, because you don't normally hear about the husband, like the wife getting in trouble
0: for it. Like, oh, I've just slapped him. No big deal. It right. is a big deal. That's still. Yeah, you don't. You don't slap anybody. It's Kafuti people. Do we need to teach you this? <laughs> keep all keep hands, off. feet, and other objects to yourself. <laughs> Today, I tried to show them the different objects, getting thinking that that would help. Yeah, that... No. I looked over, some kid has his hands around a kid's neck. I'm like, dude, really? <laughs> That's still part of your body. That's the other objects we were talking about.
2: You're just giving them ideas.
0: No. <laughs> Ooh, I know. I can
2: throw this?
0: Yeah. It's entertaining, for sure.
1: The saddest part of that story, though, is that
0: there were kids. Like, there's kids in the car. And they probably saw their mom get arrested. Mm Mm-hmm.
2: Well, and he felt the need to walk towards a patrol car. So it, it must be an ongoing thing. Right. He walked towards a patrol car, thinking that would make her quit. And it didn't. Yeah.
1: And so that's where I'm glad that the police did step in. Yeah. and that she did get a consequence because if she would do that in front of in front of her kids in the middle of the day
0: in a parking lot at Disney World in front of an officer what's she going to do in her house exactly yeah that's not in the vows I allow my wife to spit on me and hit me till death do us part <laughs> yeah we'll see it's a good thing that he got her before it was death
1: and I hope nobody is thinking that we're laughing at this cause we're no we are not trying, laughing we're, it's not funny it's not funny to do any sort of domestic violence is not okay. And we really do think that you should reach out. And we're very, very happy that the officers did handle this situation. Absolutely.
0: Make a new world for this husband.
1: Yeah, for real. And the kids too.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it makes me wonder if she did that to the husband, does she do something to the kids? Like, I mean, it could just be verbal and emotional abuse. Still counts. Right. That's what I'm saying. So...
1: So, it's no surprise that Disney insiders are unhappy with Bob Chapek's leadership, despite a steady increase in profits and investments in streaming services, as per Fortune magazine. Um, it seems that Bob Chapek has forgotten that the Disney brand stands for, for more than just profits. Um, many guests have also felt like Disney has become cheaper, in quotes, relying more on money-making um, rather than brand integrity um bringing up the introductions of genie plus and the 15 percent increase on food and beverage um JPEG's reputation has fallen to the level of in quotes bean counter a title that he resents so as the public opinion of disney world decreases disney's profits do increase paychecks i mean chapex <laughs> direction is contradictory to the creative side that disney has always been about uh, the former, One former Imagineer said that there was a huge difference in between Bob Iger and Bob Paycheck, I mean Chapek. He said that if he went to Bob Iger with an idea, um, he would tell him that they could have it ready in four years. Iger would tell him that they need to have it ready sooner and that he would be a part of the process. Um, when the Imagineers approached Bob Chapek, he always wants to know how it will fit in the box and how much it will cost. He seems to be more focused about cutting corners and making profits which has never been disney's motto couldn't agree more <laughs> everyone in this group knows how i feel about Bob jpeg so i'm just gonna let that one
0: yes it's interesting because um like i said if you haven't been listening the head of the board i think it was two weeks ago stuff you can correct me if i'm wrong when they they said that the board was feeling better about him yeah yeah. but then this week this ma- this article comes out in Vorta magazine which i think is also interesting by the way if you want to look up that picture it it is a cartoon face of him but it is like he's the evil person that you'd find in a um like a marvel comic strip like they have these lights on him and his his wicked Cheshire cat smile and it's oh, like wow. you can almost hear ha ha, ha you know like <laughs> it's eerie sad but eerie
1: I do have to say, you know, for all of um, the flaws, I don't have a problem with Genie Plus. I like Genie Plus.
0: I know you're going to tutor me on it before I go,
1: but it pays. It really does, and it's for people who have been to Disneyland. It's Max Pass on steroids. It's it's just Max Pass, and anyone who's gone to Disneyland and used Max Pass, it's it's really convenient. It's sad that. People who have gone to Florida, who have gotten used to the free system, now have to transition. Um, I think that's a little scummy, especially because more people go to Florida and there's more parks in Florida. So you're going to pay more, you know, when you're in Orlando anyway. So that part of it is a little slimy to me, but the system itself is very convenient. It is convenient, but it is extremely frustrating to have to pay more when you're already paying so much. Like, for them to, like, if they at least offered maybe one, everybody gets one for free. Give everybody a little taste of it. Like, let everybody just do one for useless, do three for free. Uh, and then if you want more than that, now you get to pay. Um, I feel like I would be a little less bitter about it. So as much as I might enjoy it and think that it's worth it, I still have that, like, frustration when I go to hit purchase and have to spend
0: another 60-something dollars for my family. Like, oh, I'm so mad at you right now. Incidentally, if you did look in the chat, <laughs> Stephanie found the picture. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: sent you guys the picture. He
0: looks evil.
1: The last time I've seen anything like this was when I was way younger. It was um, Michael Eisner. And it was Mickey, and maybe some of you remember this, and he's holding the scissors, and he cuts an ear off of, the, like, the mouse ears. That like they used to wear, so I so uh, Michael Eisner's wearing mouse ears. (laughs) Mickey's cut it off, and he's like, "Why? Because we don't like you." And every time I like see stuff about JPEG, I always think about that cartoon.
0: Oh my! I have seen that before, but I didn't know what was coming of it. But I mean, there's been some huge problems. We all know that in the Disney Corporation over the years. But I feel like Iger really did straighten a lot of them out. And holy smokes, it's always something.
2: Mm. well let's uh talk about ride wait times again recently guests have noticed the rising wait times for hollywood's tower of terror at hollywood studios sometimes they've had to wait up to 150 minutes and i think i talked about this last time i was on and i was just like how is that possible well you know now the ride has four elevators but only two of them have been running because half of the ride has been under refurbishment a guest spotted the other elevators being tested this week and the following day they were all running for guests this helped with the wait time which was down to a posted 65 minutes but they were actually only in line for 45. it seems they will be doing refurbishments on the right side too but the cast members don't seem to know when the next refurbishment will be but we will let you know as soon as we do i'm glad to have an explanation for that because i think i was just like floored like how is it possible that at how you're waiting that long for Tower Terror because you could fit so many people in there. That's what I couldn't understand. I was like, how is that? I've never seen that.
0: So I was a little nervous about it. So I was happy to hear it was refurbishment. (laughs) I don't necessarily like technical difficulty on something that already drops pretty fast (laughs) anyway. Oh my gosh.
1: I wish they had given us more of a heads up. Like it was kind of an afterthought. Like, oh yeah, by the way, if you're wondering why the lines were long,
0: we're in the middle of refurbishing. I think it was There's so much going on stuff. It's like you said, sometimes we get weeks notice, months notice. And then sometimes they do like they did last week where we didn't know before we recorded the show to tell people to watch the live streaming, which, however, if you've not watched the live stream of Harmonious, I thought was spectacular on Disney Plus. So it's on there now. I watched it live, but I was much more impressed with it and wish I was there for that version of it than when I was at the parks. But that's okay. It's neither here nor there. But yeah, I sometimes I think things get lost in the cracks because of other things that are going on. Like a lot of the whole thing with uh, Guardians of the Galaxy opening up, I think a lot of things got like shoved under and we just missed them because there was so, so much, much. happening. Mm-hmm. Just so much. Well, believe it or not, friends, Pandora is celebrating its fifth anniversary. It was actually like Memorial Day weekend. Um, and in, in honor of it, the fifth anniversary, Disney created a limited edition anniversary magic band. I find this interesting because they're going to the Magic Band Plus. And you would think that if they're gonna do that, do you know what I'm saying? Like That would be a Magic Band Plus, but it is not. The Magic Band is primarily white with a limited edition order of 1,740. Not sure what that number represents, but it probably has some specific thing that we will find out about later. It has floating mountains, wood sprites, banshees, and other Pandoran sights covering the front along with the five years on Pandora logo. The five-year logo is also front and center below the Mickey touch point. Um, it's really cool to look at. The box features many of the same designs that you see on the band itself. The back shows the official Avatar franchise logo, logo, excuse me. And the side displays the five years on Pandora, the world of Avatar logo. So if you are a collector of those, which I know there are people that do, try to get one. I don't know if they're on Shop Disney or not. I did not happen to look.
1: And if you can't get one, you can always go
0: on eBay and pay twice as much. Correct. (laughs) $39.99. You'll be paying $399.99. Right. Um,
1: So this one's kind of fun. Some people, you know, celebrate their half birthdays. Well, Disney is now celebrating that they're halfway to the holidays. That's right. I said it. Christmas is exactly six months away sounds crazy but it's accurate so with this celebration comes the announcement and the return of mickey's very merry christmas party that's going to run from november 8th through december 22nd now again people might think that this is like why in the world are you just talking Christmas? You just said it was six months away. When you're planning a Disney vacation, you need to be planning these things (laughs) six months in advance. So this is totally appropriate for them to be talking about Mickey's very Merry Christmas party returning. Um, They have limited availability of the tickets and they can be purchased online beginning July 7th. Guests of select Disney World Resort hotels can begin purchasing the tickets as early as June 30th, though. So,
0: like, that's, what, the day after they hear this, right? Mm, yes. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Okay. So, if they already have a package, then they can... And if you
1: don't, that means you need to get a package by June 30th to have your first selection. Correct. Correct. Um, And so here are the dates. The tickets are going to range somewhere between $149 to $199 per person. Remember, these are separate tickets. These are not like a ticket that will get you into the park all day and this. They're they're separate tickets. Um, The dates are November 8th, 10th, 11th, 14th, 15th, 17th, 18th, 20th, 22nd, 27th, 29th, and then in December, we have the 1st, 2nd, 4th, 6th, 8th, ninth, 11th, 13th, 15th, 16th, 18th, 20th, and the 22nd. Mickey and his friends will have holiday stage show. Then there's Minnie's wonderful Christmas time fireworks, which are incredible to watch. Santa will be there with his flying reindeer. Guests will are going to receive complimentary cookies, cocoa, and much more. Um, I know a lot of people always talk about the price of these because the price is like, well, why wouldn't you just go to the park for a day? Um, These separate ticketed events have a limited amount of tickets, meaning you get to go on so much more and then see stuff that other people do not get to see. So that is kind of what makes up the price difference in
2: them.
0: Some of the meet and greet characters are different at these Mm -hmm. holiday parties than they are at the regular like for regular days.
1: And they wear fun like special outfits that you only get to see them in when they're at these things too. Correct.
2: The real question, will the dream lights go back on the castle this year?
0: They haven't said that yet. I will Mm -hmm. research that for next week to find out. I will be sad if they don't. Um, Again, that means money going out, not money coming in. Right. They have to um, I don't know if you remember that or not when we talked about when they didn't put them on last year, Brandy, that it's because they have to ha- be fire retardant. Like they have to have mm-hmm. them sprayed every year, mm-hmm. and apparently it's very expensive.
1: At least we get projections. They've been really, really good about the projections. So at least during the show you get to see some fun.
0: Yes, for sure. But um, yeah. So if you're interested, obviously you can reach out to one of us, and we'd be happy to um, help you get your Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party tickets. It is. I would. It's, I would say if you have the money to do it at least once. We did it prior to the pandemic, obviously, but um, it is really cool to be in the park and know that there's a limited amount of people. And I would say, and I could be wrong, I don't think there was more than 20,000 and that park can hold 100,000. So take that into consideration.
1: Also something to consider is I don't do these. Like I would never suggest somebody to do it on a day that they already have a park ticket. So I kind of like sleep in this day, and because right. you can get into the park before the event starts.
0: Typically four o'clock.
1: Yeah. It's it's normally just a few hours before and still get to enjoy some of the um, rides and everything else. So just sleep in, do the pool, and then go to the park. And then spend from four
0: o'clock to late evening hours at the party. For sure. So you do this in lieu of a ticket. And then the next day could be a non-park day also. Or you could do a later park, although Epcot doesn't even open as late as it used to.
1: I know, Epcot's getting pretty early now.
0: It's that Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> and Remy. True. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, the Hope to do Review is back. It returned on Thursday, June 23rd. The Hoop Did You Review is a musical theater show that happens at Pioneer Hall at Fort Wilderness Resort and Campground. Uh, When you arrive, there is a beverage station where you can get a beverage prior to entering Pioneer Hall. Category 1, floor seats, are $74 for adults, 10 and up, and $44 for kids, 3 to 9 years old. Category 2 seats are our first balcony that faces the stage, 69 for adults, 10 and up, and 40 for kids, 3 to 9. Category three seats, side balcony, are $66 for adults 10 and up and $39 for kids three to nine. The meal is a prefixed menu served family style that is all you care to enjoy, including fountain beverages, um, including beer, wine, and sangria for guests 21 and over. Guests may also choose to purchase other cocktails. The meal has added some items that were guest requests from prior to the pandemic. The meal consists of fried chicken. He smoked barbecue ribs, cornbread, crusted mac and cheese, mashed potatoes, cowboy beans, coleslaw, hoop salad, cornbread, and Ma's famous strawberry shortcake. This is a meal and show that you won't want to miss. Um, I didn't realize it comes with like wine and beer. Yeah.
0: That's how Spirit of Aloha was, the thing that they just tore down. Wow. It doesn't okay. come with mixed drinks. It comes with beer and wine.
1: And sangria
0: yes and that's what the cost they build that into the cost and hmm and you've been to this haven't you vicky i know we're going this fall remember okay. i had reservations and we thought well we'll just see it another time and then the pandemic hit and uh,
1: so... i'm pretty sure i went when i was really really small it might have been this i think it was and they bring the cowbell and it's very noisy okay my brother slept through the whole thing Oh, my gosh. gosh. (laughs) (laughs) So my family paid for us to go to this dinner, and my brother, like, fell asleep before food was even served. (laughs) And the guy... One of the cast members was hovering over my brother's stroller. I was too young. I, this is just a story story that I've heard. But um, the cast member apologized to my mother because he's like, I have to ring this. And I was like, he's fine. He'll sleep through it. The cast member's like, are you sure? She's like, yeah. So he goes, he rings the cowbell. Sure enough, my brother doesn't even stir. He's just like out for the whole show. <laughs> <It> didn't budge. <laughs> I hope he was under three and they didn't have to pay for him. I assume so. I assume that this was a toddler just kind of like crashed in his stroller, but yeah. Oh, wow.
0: That's so funny. But it's
1: kind of like the medieval times or something like that, right? Like a show? It might have been more like cowboy-ish.
0: Dinner and you're eating and... And there's some sort of exciting show happening. Yes,
1: yes, yes. Okay.
0: Okay. I think I want to do it now. (laughs) I just watched the um, video and I stopped it because Kaylee came through and she goes, you're going to ruin it turn it off. We're going to see the whole thing before we ever get there. I just wanted to see how it kind of ran. And um, they were talking about that, that about the beverages, like you were just talking about, Stephanie, because the one guy said, I want water and a sangria. And then they were going around the table. And the one guy goes, I don't want water. I just want my sangria. So he brought him two sangrias to start. And he goes, this guy knows me. (laughs) <laughs> and so, um, but that was really cool. But I heard that strawberry shortcake is amazing. And the two things that they added, um, I believe, well, I know one of them was the cornbread crusted mac and cheese because it used to only be on the kid's menu, but everybody would request, can't we just get the kid's menu? Can't we just get the kid's menu and our just, you could just give us this mac and cheese. Well, apparently they'd listen and brought it in, which is nice. And the coleslaw, which I would have thought they had coleslaw before, but just kind of sounds like it goes with barbecue but those are the two things they just added
2: that is very exciting so we have a new place to reopening to eat at and then we're back at hollywood studios where there's a giant baymax now on display outside, um, it's there to spread the news that the new Baymax series is coming to Disney Plus today, June 29th. The enormous Baymax is 50 feet tall and will be outside Hollywood Studios on July, until July 16th. Some guests thought this was a fun way to announce the coming of a new series. Others found it creepy. Baymax is sitting on a huge red inflatable base that advertises Disney Plus. A Baymax billboard can also be found in the parking lot of Hollywood Studios, too. I think Baymax is such, like, an underrated character. Me like, too. I don't feel like it gets as much as much hype, so I think that's pretty cool. Because I know a lot of, like, younger kids are really into it.
0: I think it's super cute that they're doing this, uh, but I guess if it's dark and you didn't have the right lighting on it, it would look a little scary in the parking lot. Maybe. I was trying to figure out why would they think that was scary, but so I kept looking at it from a kid's perspective, trying try to think like a child since I work with children but yeah, yeah. it kind of reminded me of the Michelin man mm, if anybody if anybody That's knows true. what that means yeah, um, mm-hmm. he's still around I think so this is also exciting the newest addition to the Disney's adventure friends cavalcade is Farabelle from Encanto Encanto um, I'm sure there were ma- very many happy people when she came so so many guests have been looking forward to her coming to the parks we've been talking about how the people are already asking if they're gonna be bringing the Encanto characters and um, they don't even have the Moana thing done and people are wanting something for Encanto. So she's here, people. She's wearing her embroidered blouse and blue tiered skirt and she gets to stand on the top level of the second float in the parade. The cavalcade marches through Magic Kingdom twice in the evening and features a variety of fun characters like the Incredibles, Baloo, Moana, and Merida. I'm sure people are going to be excited. Are you guys excited, Mirabel's coming? Because we've been talking about how we wanted her to return. Yeah,
2: I I love it when the most recent, like more recent movies get updated like quickly in the parks. Like you, and especially really young kids when they're getting exposed to their first movies and stuff. I, I hear that all the time when people say like, oh, my child didn't know any of those characters. Like they didn't get like, you know, the Disney nostalgia, like that we didn't see anybody they knew. So I think it's I think it's important to get them in there as quick as they can.
0: I met with one of my clients yesterday and she has for their countdown. They're going to watch a variety of Disney movies, both classic and um, more current to prepare for a trip. And I thought that was a really great idea.
1: We always do that. Like my kids just watched Finding Nemo because I know we're gonna go on the Finding Nemo ride and do Turtle Talk with Crush. So
0: I'm like, all right, let's let's rewatch Finding Nemo and get you excited for it. And you're gonna take them mm. to the show, right? No, you are not going to that park. You're not going to your oh. favorite park, right? um Animal Kingdom. Yeah, no, won't be going there this time.
1: All right, so um, Eris, Abigail Disney has never shied away from sharing her disdain (laughs) for the greedy side of the Walt Disney Company. And she has openly advocated for frontline cast members' wages and actively challenged the company's leadership on almost every decision they make. We love her. Now, it's being reported that Abigail Disney is looking to have Disney shareholders challenge Disney CEO Bob Chapik about his compensation. For reference, Chapik currently brings home $32.5 million Mm -hmm. dollars annually. An anonymous investor recently shared with The Wrap, fund managers run into each other at industry events all the time and talk shop. And Abigail wanted to know what they thought, what the mood was. She seemed mostly interested in if this was the perfect opportunity for something like this. The next shareholder meeting is currently scheduled to take place in spring of 2023, giving Abigail plenty of time to advocate with key investors. Go, Abigail. Yes. Love this girl. $32.5 I know. I
0: read that and I wanted to choke. <clears throat> I won't make that much money in my lifetime. Yeah. I mean, not even close. Who needs that much money? <laughs> Why? Why do you need that? It's just, uh, I'm just glad that there are Disney family members still involved because for a while it seemed like they were just shunned. I mean, I know there was a lot of fighting and stuff. Um, I don't know if you guys read that book and I can't think of what the name of it is right now, but it's basically everything that happened in Disney and the takeover when they pretty much took the company from the Disney family where they kind of shoved them out. And I'm glad that someone has some say-so in something.
2: Yeah, I feel like with her, it's more like her influence and um, she's really good at, like, using the media, I think. I've seen her on a, get interviewed a couple of times. Um, and she'll go on the economics shows and all that kind of stuff and talk about it. So I think it's really interesting how she uses her influence and in her, in her intelligence. I mean, she's not not dumb by any stretch of the imagination. Like when you listen to her talk and stuff, I don't think she's somebody that like, like, Oh, I'm rich and bored. So I think I'm going to do this. Like, I think she like truly is intentional in what she does and what she's saying and, and really wants to make a difference and do something right with
0: her name. Yeah. I was going to say, I love and appreciate that. She's fighting for what her grandpa did. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Somebody needs to. Yep. And might as well be a woman. (laughs) Right. (laughs) Come on, strong woman. Now I sound like my daughter. Good thing.
1: So in June, Disney Plus expanded the story of Obi-Wan Kenobi in giving us an adventure-packed extravaganza. Um, If you have not watched it, please do so. Do not listen to The Phantom Menace. It is very well done. Fandom (laughs) Menace. (laughs) Miss Marvel also started this month. If you haven't started the series yet, I highly recommend that you give it a try. It's very well done. It's family-friendly. Um, there has been nothing in any episodes that make me go, okay, a kid couldn't watch this. Um, it's very well done. It's a stellar cast, and it brings one of its first Pakistani heroes to the Marvel Universe. Um, also in July, there will be a bunch of shark specials launched on Disney+, Plus. a documentary narrated by Michael B. Jordan about the natural world of North America. And on July 8th, Disney releases a cartoon short entitled The Wonderful Summer of Nicky Mouse. And at the end of July, we will get to see the third season of High School Musical, the series. Um, all of this information can readily be found online. Um, yeah, and then don't forget in August, we have She-Hulk, people.
0: She-Hulk, I was not aware. Well, you missed it last week, not being on Miranda because they talked about, who was it? Wonder Man. And we all didn't know there was a Wonder Man. Like we thought this was a new character they created. No, he's been around oh, since yeah. nineteen seventy. We're just all oblivious. News to me as well. We just thought that the the men were feeling defeated, that there was a Wonder Woman and they thought they needed a Wonder Man, but we were <laughs> we were so sadly, sadly put in our place. That's so funny. It is.
2: In the um, DVC world, the Disney Vacation Club members and their guests will once again have access to the Top of the World Lounge at Disney's Contemporary Resort when it reopens on July 11th. It will reopen as Top of the World Lounge, a Villain's Lair for eligible members. Prior to the reopening, members staying at Walt Disney World Resort hotels will have a chance to see the lounge for the hard ticket event, Bound to be Bad, which is a fireworks party. It will take place on July 8th through 10th part of membership magic it will feature appetizers cocktails and views of disney enchantment more information will be released soon to eligible members beginning july 1st the lounge will reopen be open from 6 p.m through midnight most nights dbc members will need to show their digital membership card on my disney experience to access the lounge okay anybody that's dbc will you be friends with me because i got all excited when i saw that there was a headline for there's going to be a real lair for villains at disney world the fans are so excited that i'm like oh it's this. It's a private, like, super this DVC special people thing. It's not like they're just gonna have, like, a villain area that I get to go visit and enjoy. So, um, I would love the opportunity to check this out.
0: Brandy will be your friend. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Please. Someone be my friend and take me to the, to the Bound to be Bad party. Oh my gosh, can you imagine? That would be so exciting.
0: I have several DVC friends. One of them's a teacher. Maybe we can introduce you to her. Maybe. I'm like, you're a DVC member and you're a teacher. Something to aspire to.
2: Did she get in on it before it was like uber expensive? Is that what it was? It was like inherited? Because I heard there's people who got in on it a long time ago.
0: She grew up with it. And mm. so when she first started teaching, I think she was still living at home. And so she went ahead and started purchasing it. And because she's turning 30 or, um, or is 30, so... She's done really well. She owns it already and she goes a lot. I love to talk to Disney. We have a lot of Disney friends in our building that yeah, like Disney, do. so it's fun. We were talking about that actually today. I was telling them Lucy's mom does Disney also
2: because there was a lady <laughs> that
0: wanted to know, are you sure that I should take my um, almost two-year-old? And I told her about when you took Lucy for the first time. The memories yep. are for mom and dad. And actually, when we um, interviewed Miranda's parents, they said the same thing. Mm -hmm. When they're that little, you take them for you. And then later you take them for them.
1: Under three is for me. That's what I say.
0: Oh, yes. (laughs) Good. Yep. And here's some more crazy because, you know, we don't have enough. On Thursday, it was released that a Florida man tried to bring a Glock handgun with two magazine rounds and a knife into Disney Springs in May of this year. And we love that this comes out like a month or two after it actually happens. But nonetheless... 35 year old aaron lopez set off the metal detector in the orange garage which i always park in by the way as he tried to enter disney springs he was brought over to have his bag investigated by the disney security who released the following statement i told him i was going to search his bag and he told me he had a folding knife in his bag i told him to show me the knife and then i said i would have to search his bag still haven't put it on the table at this point so he proceeds to say oh There's something else in here besides the knife that I want to put back in my car. He promptly turned around and walked away. Lopez then started to walk back to the car when the Disney Security and Orange County Sheriff's Department caught up with him before he made it to the car. They found him with a folding knife, a Glock handgun, and two Glock 19 magazines with 17 rounds of ammo in each and one box with 14 rounds of ammo. Lopez told the officers that he had submitted paperwork to register his hand, his gun, excuse me, and that he has a concealed to carry permit. Officers looked for the registered gun in their system, but they could not find it, and he was charged with carrying a concealed firearm, which is a felony, according to online Orange Circuit Court records. People. What in the world? Why do you need a gun at Disney Springs? There's police officers everywhere.
2: We just
1: give credit to the the officers who are dealing with these people right now. Yes. Like... Kudos to these guys. I mean, really.
0: For real. Yeah. Like,
1: why did he need all those magazines with rounds of ammo in them? Like, this is... No.
2: I know know plenty of people who have their CCW that are responsible gun owners. And they might keep guns in their vehicles for protection, especially if they work um, in places where they're alone a lot and, you know, with a lot of, like... Like I think of like contractors who have valuable construction material on them, and and they keep you know they have permits and they keep guns on their and on their person and their vehicle. But I don't know a single one of them that would take a, take them into a uh, shopping area like Disney Springs with that much ammo on them.
0: Yeah, it just makes you think something's not right. I feel upstairs. like they
2: stop something. One hundred percent.
0: Yeah, for sure. Miranda's right. Kudos to them. And I don't know that. I mean, in light of what's happened recently, maybe why they decided to follow him. Yeah. But a lot of times if they knew they were going back to their car, would they always follow? I don't know. Well, um, this guy we know that works for Enterprise said that a lot of times when the people return their cars, they'll forget that they hid their weapon in there and they'll call and be like, did you find my handgun? Well, it's already rented out to somebody. Did you find my knife? Did you find my handgun? Oh my Mm -hmm. gosh. If you're going to do that, please make sure you take it because that's how things happen with children and That makes my heart sad. Yeah, that's not responsible (laughs) at all. Several Magic Kingdom
1: attractions will receive a holiday overlay for this year's at Mickey's Very Merry Christmas Party. Space Mountain will be called Space Mountain Holiday Run this year. Christmas tunes will blare while guests ride this ride. Tomorrowland Speedway will have decorations for Race Through the Holidays. Monsters Incorporated Laugh Floor will have extra cheer and the Mad Tea Party will have holiday lights to illuminate it. Jungle Cruise will once again become the Jingle Cruise and Guardians of the Galaxy Cosmic Rewind will receive some seasonal music to add to the fun during the holiday season.
0: Hooray. That's like, very exciting. I'm excited about Space Mountain because I wanna say three Christmases ago, Kaylee and Joey were so excited. They'd been writing several times on Christmas morning and got on the ride and it was playing Christmas tunes and they were like, what's going on? This is amazing. And then um, they told somebody about it that went like a couple days later or something and they didn't have the holiday songs. So I'm glad that they're going to do it through the whole season. That will be great. This is exciting. Listen up, Steph.
1: Star Wars Launch Bay characters will return for meet and greet. Guests will once again be able to meet Chewbacca BB-8 and Darth Vader up close. Chewbacca has continued to make appearances across the park in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge during the closure. When Disney reopened in July of 2020, Launch Bay was used for a relaxation station. We are excited that more and more character meet and greets are slowly returning. Everyone loves the opportunity to meet their favorite characters and this will bring Hollywood studios that much closer to normalcy. Now we are just waiting for the return of Fantasmic and Voyage of the Little Mermaid, which I checked before this show, and I still cannot find anything on. Mm. So that's fantastic. Um, we for sure need the. We've been talking about this for forever. Yes. We need something like we need some character meet and greets. Um, I wish it was before July seventeenth. We will have we will have be, been gone by then. You know how sometimes Disney like says something and then they surprise you like a week early? If they can make that we happen? We
0: And would go be to great. the cast
1: members too, because sometimes they're like, oh, we're, we're tra- testing it out. We're trying stuff out, so just see.
0: Yeah, you could act dumb like you don't do a podcast and say, someone told me that these characters, and maybe they'll let you <laughs> be the tester.
2: Yeah, you could get a, get a Wookiee hug from somebody, you know, practicing their wookie hugs that day
0: man that (laughs) person that wears that Chewbacca costume I have kudos of love for them because it just looks hot to look at them and they're walking around that Florida heat that thing and I I saw a picture the other day and I'm thinking I wonder if that guy looks like a or I'm assuming it's a guy a melted ice cream cone inside that
2: well I'm sure they're relieved to be going back into launch bay where it's an air-conditioned building Right. like Because before Galaxy's Edge and they walked around and did that stuff, unless it was on the stage show, which they haven't done, you know, since 2020, um, they were always in Launch Bay where it's there. And I actually really enjoy that because you can just wander around and cool off in there and relax and see characters and not,
0: and get away from the heat and stuff for a little bit. They still need to pick that whole building up and take it over and somewhere and start like, everything's all spread out now and I think it's weird.
1: I think Launch Bay is just out of place at this point. I don't right. think it belongs in Galaxy's Edge personally, um, but I don't know why you ever pulled the animation building out of that facility. Thank you. I don't care whether you're dr- still drawing or not. That's still a part of Disney history. Yes. And I would love for that
0: to still be there. Thank you, Miranda. Yeah. We need to get the noodle people on this. Yeah. <laughs> I missed that. That was the first. I remember that was our, our favorite place the first time we visited Hollywood Studios watching the animators draw um the way that it was set up was so the floor was like above the animators so we could look down why they were doing animations for movies and I can't even remember what movie they were working on. I want to say Wreck-It Ralph maybe or something when I was there. It was a while ago, but yeah, I don't know why they got rid of that either. Thank you. I thought I was the only crazy person that I still liked. I'm like, it was such a cool experience to go in with an imagine, or with a, yeah, with an imagineer and, and be able to tell them they would draw and then you copy them, kind of like an art class.
1: Because they have that in Animal Kingdom now, but I, I don't understand. Like, I get it. Okay, you're going to draw animals, but...
0: Still not the same.
1: No, it's not the same at
2: all. Well, let's uh, talk about Marvel before we wrap things up. Marvel Studios President, CEO Kevin Feige shared that there are other Thor stories to share in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, but Prince Chris Hensworth shared that he wanted to leave the role on his terms when it's time. Currently, Thor, Love and Thunder, is in theaters and doing well. Chris Hemsworth wants to leave Thor before the public wants him gone, to leave the role while it's still loved. What do you guys think? Is Chris Hemsworth getting replaced?
1: First of all, the movie's not even in theaters yet. It's not in theaters until like two weeks from now.
0: They lie. (laughs) check your articles, Vicky. I apologize. Thank you, Miranda. See, this is why we <laughs> need Miranda on, because she keeps me on my toes.
2: Well, and I was reading that going, I don't, I didn't know this was out and doing well. I don't, but I was like, maybe I'm just under a rock. Like, I didn't know. <laughs> but in any event, if the movie does well, are there, is, is anybody replacing Chris Hemsworth? No, but I could see him
1: stepping back a little bit. Like, that seems to be the the thing, this new phase of Marvel is like, you have your original hero coaching someone else. Not necessarily that you're gonna kill them off or that they're not coming back, but they're transitioning a little bit. So I can see Hemsworth kind of passing the hammer off to someone else, as it were, and kind of
0: fading into the background a little bit. I don't
1: see him pulling away, especially because he has such a tight relationship with uh,
0: Taiko Atiti. So I don't want to hate now, please, or hate. <laughs> texts or whatever you want to send me but um he's not my favorite marvel character and i know a lot of people there are many that we work with stephanie that this is why they go to watch these movies is because of chris hemsworth he's all right but i mean he's not why i necessarily watch a marvel movie i watch him because my son asked me but um i just think it's interesting that he's like all that for some people like it, it would be like in the long time ago when the original Superman, which his name is escaping me. He's passed away now. Christopher hurry Thank you. It would be like him leaving for some people because it's such a big deal. But I think that Miranda's right. I think that they could let him back off a little bit and maybe they could do the prequel of his life or something. I don't know how. I don't know how everything works in the Marvel world. And I don't, I don't want to say that I do. But yeah. Yeah, mm.
2: I mean, I don't. I can't picture anybody else as Thor, but I mean, I love Chris Hemsworth. I I love his accent. I love, like, what he's about. Like, I'm just a big, a big fan of him in general.
0: And maybe I need to study him more because that seems to be the, like, all my friends from younger years when we were in school and everything. They all, they're like, oh my gosh, he is it. And I'm just like, "Mm." (laughs) you talking about just, like, like him being a
2: man and you thinking he's all that, like, in general? Or are you talking about like, the whole package,
0: like, personality-wise? They think everything. They think <laughs> he is it. They're like, put me alone in a room with Chris Hemsworth, and I'm like, not doing yeah. it for me. Really? No. Huh. I'd rather, like, the funny guy um, from Guardians of the Galaxy, I can't think of his name right now. Chris Pratt. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> that would be okay. I know that's totally completely crazy, but that's the kind of person that I would think of. And I don't know. Anyways, I don't want to get in hate mail. Please, please don't <laughs> send me hate mail. I,
2: I love Chris Pratt even before he had apps. I loved in Parks and Recreation and he was just an idiot. And I just thought it was just so much fun. So, <laughs>
0: Well, thank you, girls, for coming on. Thank you. Um, Brandy doesn't not on here very much, but thank you to Miranda, who hasn't been here for a really, really long time. Her dance classes are allowing her to be with us some this summer, so I'm super excited about that. woo we've missed you, Miranda. Yes, we have. You guys, too. It's awesome to be here. If you're interested in being a guest on our show or you have a question or a comment, you can text us at a number that will work, 636-373-4497, <laughs> if you weren't on last week and you didn't hear the number that we were using before, is now a medical office and so it would not get to us so this one comes directly to my phone (laughs) yes it was a whoopsie if you like a free quote contact us at 636-373-4497 or at yourstorytravel.com you simply go to the drop down pick one of our names stephanie brandy miranda or vicky
1: and be sure to listen to friday's show vicky and kaylee are going to be talking about things that guests can do at disney world to enhance their trip As always, thank you for listening to the number one podcast that entertains the space between your ears, The Mousecapades Podcast.
0: Well, girls, I think it's about that time. Disney love. Till the spire. Farewell, foolish mortals. Have a magical day, my friends.